I'm eight hours into that long, endless road that is Texas and making amazing time. The sight and smell of Texas oil refineries become welcome apparitions. Strange Mad Max structures look like apocalyptic citadels. Thick plumes of vapor billow as towering smokestacks spew odorous pockets of pungent gases. I've developed night eyes and see the shapeshifters darting from the darkness. Time shifters alter my space-time continuum. Now my gas-ups at truck stops are filled with shadowy figures, harried hookers and grizzled, yellow-toothed, chain-smoking truckers who yammer on amphetamine-fueled. Napping in restaurant food booths, long haulers are knocked unconscious by massive lard-laden meals. Comfort food, served on uncomfortable, cold steel tables, absurdly upright, thinly padded seats under harsh fluorescent lighting. I can clearly distinguish between the odd travelers, lot lizards, and strung-out tanker-yankers. At each stop, an army of twenty-ton warrior ants converge single-file in the darkness on mammoth truck-stop skeletons to feed and breed on its decaying carcass. Hundreds of dimly-lit Macs and Freightliners throbbing to a diesel drone in the noxious night. Finally, my last stop. I'm dizzy from exhaustion and have become a verifiable vampire. The acrid morning light is poisonous, and I head to the safety of a dark bar for a beer. Drowning in a sea of cigarette smoke, I see her. A raven-haired goddess with piercing blue eyes and ivory-white skin is staring right at me. I froze, completely hypnotized, as this bewitching vixen lured me in. As if in a trance... I slowly walked right up to her and asked, Do I know you? No, but you want to, she replied. Wow, you're beautiful. But you already know that, I stammered. Listen, I'm not a trucker. I mean, I'm really here for something completely different. I can see that, she purred. I'm a journalist, uh, writing a story, a story about long-haul trucking, about the night shift and living at night. So, you're writing my story. She flashes a gorgeous smile. At a complete loss for words, I backpedal. Listen, I, uh, I'm i sorry, it's been a long night, and I don't want to take up your time. You're working, I reply embarrassingly. No, honey, I'm done. It's you who should be working, she smirks. If you're really writing that story, you should be talking to me. Come, and she grabs my arm. Two Oklahoma Highway Patrol officers survey the scene, and one tips his hat as we pass. Morin Lizette he states, and she tosses him a big smile. We enter a private lounge, remarkably clean, totally opposite from the truck stop bar. Reminds me of an executive airport lounge, appointed with plush couches, leather high-backed chairs. The air is crisp, no odor of cigarettes. She directs me to sit. A fresh-faced kid that looks 15 scrambles up and asks if she wants anything. The usual, she replies. He looks at me. I'll take the same. I'm on her dime now. Sinking into a light tan couch, her little black dress outlines a shapely silhouette. She drapes her long, sleek arms over the top of the couch, exposing a plunging neckline and exquisite pair of breasts. Slowly crossing her long legs, she coos. So, tell me your story. I breathe deep. I'm still staring, completely captivated. Usually I'll break my gaze quickly if someone catches my stare, like I was just roaming the room and our eyes accidentally crossed paths. At most, I'll hold my composure for a few seconds 
smile, nod, then move on. This was as if we were communicating telepathically. Here you are, Liz, the kid shatters my trance. I grab my glass and sniff. It's scotch on the rocks, really good scotch. I take a sip and spill my guts. Two scotches later, I'm done. And the story ends, right here, with you, I say in finality.